0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dusty Dines with your host TJ Plogger and Mike Warfield. Uh, before we get this you know, episode started, today's podcast is sponsored by Gotta Hockey, where you can't just watch hockey, you gotta play it, obviously. Um, but today is a extremely, extremely special uh, episode. We have the one, the only, the 1980 captive from Team USA, the Miracle Team, Mike Arruzzioni. Um He's also, you know... I, you know, I just found out he had a nickname uh, from Jack Parker, his old BU coach, called the Pete Rose on Skate. So we got to bring that up tonight.
1: Uh, Absolutely. I agree.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Ruzioni, how are you?
2: Hey, good. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. Honored to have you on our show. Um, I guess right off the bat, it's, you know, having you on our show with the Team or you know Team USA's captain, it's, it's an honor. So we well, appreciate it. No problem. Uh, TJ, you want to start off?
1: yeah mike i i going in going into training camp right i mean how how did it feel going in against you know guys you played against in college and you had rivals against like what,
2: what was it what was that like well it was it was it was fun actually getting to know yeah. everybody getting to know new teammates um although the minnesota guys kind of knew each other they'd all played together and you mm-hmm. know and I, I knew my you know my teammates from boston university and I, you know, my roommate that year was Ralph Cox, who I'd known, even though he played at the University of New Hampshire. And the other Boston guy was Jack Hughes, whom I've known, you know, over the years playing against him in summer leagues. And he played at Harvard. So, you know, anytime you get into a new atmosphere, a new locker room, it's, it, it's always fun. And uh, for us as a team, it was great. We had a lot of fun, uh, you know, coming together as a group.
0: It, and the, one of those things, too, I mean, when Herb cut your camp short, basically already had a roster made. What was your first thoughts, you know, going to the meeting? Pretty much like, you know, why are we having a meeting right now?
2: (laughs) Well, with Herb, you never knew what you were going to get. So (laughs) every day was an adventure. So, uh, you know, it was always, okay, what's going to happen today? (laughs) And like I said.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess my next question for this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I guess my next question would be, you know seeing the team that you guys had realizing you guys had a young team um, and, you know, no offense, no offense to some of the guys there, but there were probably were some guys that were better than, you know, the guys on the team at the moment, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, what was your thought thinking like, all right, well, we have a young team going into this. Like
2: what's her really thinking? I I, I didn't, I didn't think there were many players any better than what we had. Um, You know, clearly he wanted, he wanted Joey Mullen and and Mm -hmm. Joey ended up turning pro signing with the Rangers um, I think it was arranged. Rangers. I forget who Joey signed with. Maybe it was St. Louis. But anyway, um, you know, I looked at that roster and, you know, there weren't many guys playing in the National Hockey League who were Americans, maybe one or two at best. Uh, and, you know, the available players were your, were your college players. And I think the players that he selected were the best college players that he could have taken.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's, uh, and it's, it's one of those things, too. Like, as soon as you guys got done with that meeting, you guys got handed that test and – what was the test actually intended
2: for? I, I still don't know. Um, <laughs> I just think you know. I just think again. Herb, Herb was a psychology major, so I, I just think he was trying to get a better makeup understanding of the players. What, what you know, what, what drove them, what made them click, what things they thought about. Uh, and you know, I don't know if he if he looked at all the tests and and you know and every player that took it, did he examine all the answers? You know, that's something we really don't know. It's just another thing of, you know, what it was like to play for Herb. You never knew what what was going to happen.
1: Gotcha. Now, now, Mike, I got a question for you. Going, I want to, I want to take a step back here with you know, training camp, and you know, obviously everybody's watched the movie, and it, the movie's incredible. And there's a part in the movie where the training camp's going on, and they're looking and they're like, "Oh, we're counting you out. We're crossing off the list." What? And he's not. You don't have a chance of making the team. Like what? I I
2: what? I, I, I never looked at it. Th- you know, again. I, I don't remember that happening. Actually, you know, I think okay. that was more of a of, of a Hollywood thing. I mean, clearly, okay, I think clearly myself and everybody going in, there was you know twenty six players on that team, six six were going to get cut. So obviously, the, the you know the movie, or well, the people who did the movie had to create some kind of a, 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 a an atmosphere of that, so the audience knew that you know not everybody was guaranteed a spot on that team, despite the fact that you know we were still there. At, at any point, he could cut you, and any point he could bring someone else in. Gotcha. That's good. To, good to know. <laughs> good to know now.
0: And it's kind of one of those things that like you just said, when her would, you know, he's willing to bring anyone in. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that um, it, when you guys got done with the one game and he had a brand new player come out to practice and all you guys are just looking around like, who the fuck is this
1: guy? Well, that was that was against the IHL All-Stars. And they yeah, Timmy that's, that, that's correct, right, Mike?
2: Yeah, that was when he brought in Timmy Haar and, and Aaron Broughton, yeah. Neil's brother, both great yeah. players. Uh, you know, Timmy Haar was having a great college season, but, you know, in our mind, you know, they were all at the tryout, so they had their chance to showcase themselves, and and they didn't do it, and they obviously went back to college and were having great years, but, you know, all of us had great years in college, so mm-hmm. um, we, we felt as a team that if you're going to, you know, bring someone in, bring one of the guys that you selected, not not someone from outside. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, can we
0: touch on the Soviet game? I mean, let's talk about how the first one went compared to obviously how the last one went. It's one of those things that when you guys first played against them, did you guys really have, you know, a a grasp on their system or how they played
2: yet? No, I I think some of us did. I had played against uh Buzzy Schneider and I played against the Soviets a few times when we played in the world championships um, in 75 and 76. So I kind of knew what their act was and, and the style that they played, which is typically European style, but they played it at a better pace and, mm-hmm. and, and and with more skill than some of the other countries. But, you know, in the Olympic Games and you play that big, it's a big sheet of ice. It's a totally different hockey game. Um, and, and the Soviets, and, you know, were just so good at it. And, uh, you know, when we played them in the 10 to 3 game, um uh, yeah I can look at it a bunch of different ways one clearly we were not the same team uh the first time than the second time um I think our confidence was was a lot greater the second time than the first time I think the first time we we basically stood around and watched them uh then they were winning I think six to nothing at one point and then we started to play a little but I think our mindset was different a lot of guys that was the last game of a of a long six months of travel and the Olympic Games were right around the corner, and I think a lot of us couldn't wait to get to Lake Placid and kind of looked at that game. Um, maybe as not as prepared and as focused as we should have been.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like you guys just played with truly heart. Like you guys just wanted it more, pretty much. I mean, I mean, from even not even what the movie shows, but actually like hearing stories and it, it just you want basically every team, like I coach 16 year olds right now, I would kill for my kids to go out and just play, you know, as well, not obviously as well as you guys, but play as well with the heart that you guys played with.
2: Well, yeah, I think that was something that we had. We had, we had great character players. We had great leaders. Um, We had players that really loved to play the game. And, and, and it was shown, uh, you know, uh, clearly on the ice, when we, when we stepped on the ice, you saw that pride and that passion and the, uh, the love that we had for the sport and, and, and we wanted to win for each other. And, and I think a lot of teams feel the same way, but, but maybe, maybe we carried it a little further and maybe our skill level was a little better.
1: Gotcha. Now, Mike, I got to, this is a two part question. Okay. <laughs> like was, was her really hard on you the way he was in the movie?
2: Oh no, he was a lot friendlier in the movie.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he, All right. They, they softened him up in the movie. Um, OK, he was he was a little more intense. But, you know, having said that, that's how coaches coached in the 70s. That's just the mm-hmm. way it was. My football coach in high school, my baseball coach, my hockey coaches that I had throughout my life, um, you know, even at, you know, at Boston University with Jack Parker, that coaches coach. They were in, in your face, intense, strict, demanding mm-hmm. coaches. And yeah. that's that's how it is. That's how it was.
1: Now, the second part of this question is, is it, he was really hard on you. And then what what went through your mind when you were named team captain by him?
2: Uh, I thought it was nice. I, you know, I didn't think it was that big a deal for me um, mm-hmm. because we had a bunch of captains, you know, Billy Baker was a captain at Minnesota. Jack O'Callaghan was a two-time captain at Boston university. Uh, Mark Johnson mm-hmm. and Bobby Souter were captains at Wisconsin. Kenny Morrow and Mark Wells were captains at Bowling green. Let me okay. see. Souter I mean, um, uh, Harrington and Pavlich were captains at Minnesota uh, Duluth, Minnesota Duluth. And, You know, Buzzy, uh, Steve Janicek, Eric Stroh, these guys were captains of their high school team. So, uh, you know, we had 20 players in that locker room and they were all captains at some point. So for me, it was nice, but it wasn't a big deal.
0: Yeah, you guys just, and, and, you know, it's funny. I never really knew that, that basically your entire team wore a letter at some point in their career. And, you know, that goes on hand where, you know, they had the leadership role and that's also, it's, it's a big role. And all you guys kind of like realized that, for you to beat the last, or, you know, the Soviets, you had to actually play with heart. You just had to understand the game and just, you know, not take dumb penalties. So,
2: it- yeah, we were, we were disciplined. We were smart. Um, you know, clearly Jimmy played great in goal. Um, you know, the last, and, and it's funny, a lot of people thought I don't know this, but I think in the last 10 minutes, I scored with 10 minutes left to go in the game. And I think after that, the Soviets only had five shots on goal, and three of those shots were from outside the blue line. Wow. So, you know, in the movie, it's like you know that we didn't have any players on the ice. It was save Craig, save Craig, save Craig, and it was like did did anybody play? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you when you watch the game, you see the last ten minutes totally differently than the than the movie. But uh, you know, I think the story of the game was they only scored three goals. You know, they were averaging eight, I think seven or eight during the throughout the Olympic games. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they score four goals, we we probably either tie four four or lose four to three. If they score five goals, we don't win. I think the the number was right what it needed to be for us, which was four. And clearly the number for them that night was three.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you guys played against the Soviets? Were they a team that was easily, um, were they easy to get rattled or were they just a pretty, you know, mellow team? I guess. Yeah, you say?
2: No, they didn't get rattled. You know, these, these guys are veterans. These guys, some of them were playing in the third Olympic game. So, uh, you know, they had played, uh, you know, they played against the NHL teams. They played against the NHL All-Stars. They had been together for years. So, you know, confidence was not a problem for them. And, uh, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't get nervous, let's put it that way.
0: And it's kind of – and for you guys being such a young team, were you guys like – the second game going into it, were you guys a little nervous or were you guys ready to just to uh, you know, put the work I, in and beat these guys?
2: Well, I think you run the whole gamut of emotions. I think you're nervous, you're excited, just like you would be for any big game. Um, you're anxious. You're curious. You want to go out and play well. You want to be smart. You want to do the right things that you need to do. Um, you know, and I always tell people you can't get too high because if you get too high, you run around and do stupid things, and you can't get too low because if you're too low, you're you're not prepared. So you gotta you gotta kind of keep a medium balance. And and I think that's kind of how I I, I how I have always looked at things. You you know you know you're excited because it's a big game, but you can't you can't let your emotions take over and and do things that you don't want to do or not supposed to do. Absolutely. Gotcha. And but Mike, I got a, I got a question
1: for you. So a lot of people I don't think know about this is like when Silvercoat was given his penalty versus Finney in the gold medal game. You you went over to the box, and what did you say to him?
2: Uh, if I remember correctly, it might have been you asshole. Would you do? No. Uh, <laughs> I think it was just calm down, don't get another penalty, because I know he sma- smashed his stick. Uh, in the penalty box, and the officials, European spe- officials especially, they don't uh, they don't take kindly to you know any rejection or any any re- response back to after calling the call. So I I think it was just to relax and don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 kill this one. Gotcha.
0: You know it's it's kind of crazy too because you guys were such a good team with the type of equipment that you guys had back then. Even with your sticks, you guys had like actual tree branches compared to what's out now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, the equipment and, was very different. And,
0: but, you know, it'd be it's funny because I would love to see you guys in the type of technology that skates have now back then. I, I can only imagine what the type of players you'd be like.
2: Well, I, I put the equipment on now, and I can't believe how, how light it is. Uh, the gloves are amazing. They're like little mittens on your hand instead of the ones we had that went up to our elbows. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, that's just, the, you know, that's today's era. Technology is different.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the one thing that, that makes, you know, the evolution of hockey that much, you know, better, I guess you can say. But back then it was such a tough sport because it, it basically was a, you know, how do I say, it? it was nothing but hits almost. Like that's how you set the tone of the game and now it's more finesse. They're kinda of going to the Euro European style hockey. So Yeah,
2: we're where you know, they're playing a game now that Herb Brooks taught forty years ago.
0: Yep. And he's basically the you know, I, I will not say the trend setter, but he's the one that basically implemented it for USA. Yeah.
2: I think him and, uh, you know, if he, you know, down in Pittsburgh, when you have Bob Johnson, uh, Mark's father, uh, very similar to Herb. And, you know, probably, the, the, you know, they both brought that European style of play over, you know, to the States.
0: Now, mm-hmm. when you got done playing uh, your 1980 Olympic year, did you, you know, move on and keep playing or nope. did you kind I of re- just
2: hang I, I retired. Uh, I went to the Monday night league with my buddies
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. that was it for me. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, yeah, who are you playing tonight? Oh,
2: only Mike Rusio yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, there. I'll see you. Yeah, my, my last game I played, we won, so that's
0: a good thing. I'd hope so. Listen, I'll, with you guys, if you had even like OC on your line, it, it would just be so fun to see that. <laughs> that, that would just be so cool. I would let you guys just go around me the entire time. She's like, oh, you know what? It's
2: all right. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, it was just time to have fun and play. So do you coach at all? Or are you – you... I, I help out with the, uh, our high school team. I've been doing that, actually, even when I was at Boston University. I would – you know, when I had a break from school or whatever, I'd go to the uh, high school practices and, you know, be, be a part of the team and the players. And most of the kids that play here, I'd know their mother or father or grandmother or grandfather, so – um, went to the town I live in is a small little community, and everybody knows everyone. So I help out with them, and I have um, my three grandsons—the six, five, and four—that live here. They skate, uh, so I, I skate with them sometimes as well. Nice, that's awesome. Now, Mike, with with the 40th anniversary coming up, you guys—is there
1: big plans for the boys getting together? Or? Uh,
2: yes, right now the plan is the Nashville—the not Nashville—the uh, Vegas Knights are bringing the whole team out to Las Vegas. Uh, on the weekend of the fortieth, you know, the fortieth anniversary. So, the whole team will be in Las Vegas uh, doing something with the knights and their seeing their fans or season ticket holders.
0: Nice, it's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, last time I went to Vegas, I
2: <laughs> yeah, this this will be a little different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I got a question that you you know, it's it's hit or miss here. You know, the the big line in the movie was you know, Mike Aruzioni. I played for the United States of America. Is that true or is that not true?
2: Well, it's true that I played for the United States of America, but it's not true that I said it in the movie.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, right.
2: that's a line that Hollywood kind of threw in there, but we did skate.
1: Okay. How, <laughs> how long did you guys skate compared to the movie? Like,
2: well, in the movie, they had the whole team skating and, and this, that wasn't the case. Only 16 of us. Well, 15 of us dressed that night, 16 counting the Uh two goalies. So let's see, we played three lines, six defensemen, the two goalies. And Buzzy Schneider got thrown out for fighting. So there were only a few of us left after the game. And we skated uh, probably for about an hour or maybe a little longer than an hour. Um, And we skated in waves of five at a time, not the whole team. So we'd do them for 15 minutes and then Herb would blow the whistle and we'd stretch. Then we'd do them again and we'd stretch. We'd do them again. And that, that's kind of how it went, Don, until uh, they shut the lights off in the building, and then we continued to do some more, and then it the finally ended.
3: Jeez,
1: that's insane.
2: Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs>
1: that's ins- no. <laughs> Ooh, sorry
0: about that. Uh, so I, I I missed
1: a lot there. I just got kicked off from anchor, so that's that was one of those great parts. No, you're good. You're good. And then my my last question here for you. Mike would be, you know, obviously, you know, you have the one, one of the most famous goals of all time in hockey, you know, walk us through it. When the puck hit your stick, did you, did you have a spot you wanted to pick or did you just fired
2: it on that? Well, you know what? I I scored the same goal against the Soviets in Madison square garden. We, when we lost 10 to three, it -hmm. it was almost the exact same play, the exact same position uh, except it was Tretiak in goal in, in Madison square garden. So, no, I Mm -hmm. I had the puck. I saw saw an opening. Um, I had a defenseman in front of me, and I thought if he was going to stay, I was going to use him as a screen. And Mm -hmm. if he came at me, Billy Baker and and Davey Christian and John Harrington were off to my left kind of going to the net. So the defenseman stayed. I used him as a screen and pretty much put it where I wanted to. I pulled it just a little because I was was going across the ice left to right. But, um, you know, I know I got all of it. And when it left my stick, I thought it was in. And when it went in, I just figured that we had the lead.
0: That's amazing, absolutely, and especially for ten minutes left in the game, it's just like you guys got to look up at the scoreboard, and be like, "It's not over yet."
2: Yeah, so it was, that's
0: got to be that's got to be the longest time of your was, life.
2: It, it was a long ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I felt like eternity.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll tell you what, Mike, I, I really appreciate you coming and talking to us. Um,
1: TJ, do you have any more questions? No, I just thanks, Mike. I appreciate it for you coming on, taking time out of your.
0: Business all
2: right, guys, schedule. not a problem. Thanks for having me on. Of course, all have all a thank good you. one you got it
0: that was awesome it
1: awesome you, you know yeah. what
0: it, it's it's frustrating though because you know anchor just
1: kicked me off randomly i was like oh okay cool no nah, it's it was it was weird because i'm like i i was talking it was just you know me and uh me and mike Ruzioni on there for a second and it just it, it ah, anchor ah yeah thanks
0: fuck fuck but you know what though he's a really good guy and it's funny to hear about the whole like the movie everything like that his actual perspective since he was there and that cracks me up to see like the last 10 minutes where it's like oh jimmy craig am i gonna say jimmy craig am i gonna say oh, yeah. There's like literally five shots the last 10 minutes and the three of them are from the blue line outside of the blue line yeah that's 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 just good
1: hockey for them then absolutely and you know the fact that you know some of these parts where we're asking them a part of the movie and they're like it's hollywood like yeah come on man if you're gonna make a movie like that make it real life i, I get it you got to create time but cut the movie down 30 minutes instead of making it two hours and 10 minutes. it cracks me up too because her
0: brooks it's like oh you know was he like that or was he nicer it's like no nah, he was a little bit meaner like okay <laughs> <laughs> But same time, I can see Absolutely. that. I can definitely see that. It like you have to oh, be back then.
1: Oh, for sure, oh, man. For sure, and that's and that's and that's that's the way. You know, you see, it, it's. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. You know what I mean? But that's how. Toot, toot. Like, I'm hard on my kids. I'm hard on my kids to make them a better hockey player. You know what I yep. mean? And I I try explaining this to you know them and 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 their parents. You know what I mean? It's. You can't you can't make soft hockey players now expect to be something better than what they are. You know what yeah. I mean? To make them better on in life, yeah, no,
0: and that's that's the biggest thing. It's like some kids, like you, just truly can't coach anymore because they're too soft. And it, it no, it's, it's it's all it's all off. it's
1: all coachability. It's coachability, man. Like
0: you got to be able to be coached. And that's the thing. It's like if you're able to get coached, that means like down the road you'll be able to like take criticism from bosses. And it's like you just need to have thick skin and. It kills mm-hmm. me too because I have the issue where like people think I can read their mind and like they expect mm-hmm. me to know what's going on and I'm just like, uh, listen, if I was a mind reader, I would have a billion dollars to my name right now. You wouldn't even see me in the United States. It's just, you know no. what I mean? Like, I, just speak up. A closed mouth does not
1: get fed. <laughs> I agree, my man. That's, I agree. <laughs> totally agree.
0: That's the way I think man. about it. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so let's talk real quick about this upcoming season for the NHL and whatnot. Uh,
1: oh, dude, did you see the thing I
0: tagged you in today on Facebook? Uh, I haven't really been on Facebook today. So, with Aline,
1: Aline Vanya. Oh, on yeah, the bench yeah, last yeah, night. yeah.
0: About Brian Elliott. But at the same time, yeah, he needs to be woken up. Like, it's one of those things that we had a 3 1 lead. Mm-hmm. Blew it 4 3. Like,. And that's where I I don't really want to say it's always like, how do I say it? It's always his fault, but last night it really was. Even like, even video. Dude, that first
1: goal, that first goal, I like literally, I seen to Snapchat. I'm like, what the fuck was that?
0: Well, the worst part is our head coach even goes, you can't even win with goaltending like that. It's like, you're absolutely right. It's horrible. It's it's just horrible, man. Remind me of my men's league game last night. Oh my God. I love... How'd that go? We won. But it, it's one of those things like we were playing against a team that no one likes in this league at, at all. And you know, we were taking it pretty light because we're, we have a pretty decent team. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: for some reason, their goalie was like a pylon, but at the same time he was just throwing his glove up randomly and making these saves. And we're just like, what the fuck? And, um... We must have had a couple 5-on-4 power plays, and we were hitting post, crossbar. You know, pucks were coming off the half wall and, like, bouncing mm-hmm. off the ice over, our, like, our sticks. And, like, it would come out of our zone, so we had to regroup. And, like, stupid stuff was happening to us. And they would literally just come down, take one shot, and it would go in. And <laughs> we're just like, what the fuck, man? We're down. Where'd you play at? White Whitehall had- or back? Whitehall. We were down in their zone for a good couple minutes at a time. And it's just, like, I don't know. I'm not the one to get talk shit ever. That's why. And, like, plus, I love my goalie. Like, he's a really good guy. So, it's just one of those things that in men's league, either you have a decent goalie or you don't. And you know what I mean? And for a men's league on Monday at 7.15 at night, I was just ready to get out of there. We won 10-7, and
1: we should have won probably, like, (sighs) 10-1. Yeah. shit show. Yeah. Hey, did you see uh folk got traded to the blues by the hurricanes, signed seven year extension? No way. Yep. That is correct. And where'd he go? He went from he got traded from the Hurricanes to the Blues.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, does St. Louis even have a team this year?
1: Uh I, I I know they lost um You know what, I can't even say that
0: since they were a last place team last
1: season. <laughs> I know they lost, um, they lost Patty Maroon. Patty went to... Cool. Uh, wait,
0: the... let's, let's speak of Patty Maroon really quick. You see that one sellie he gave to the bench where throwing... Dude, showing to his, Nashville? Oh, to Nashville. yeah.
1: Dead. I'm showing dead. Showing I'm dead. I'm dead the that one.
0: ring. I was yeah. like, holy fuck.
1: Yeah.
3: You might
0: as well just whip it out and show that too. Because that's, that's basically what he did. You just basically slapped him across the face oh. with it.
1: Wow, it was priceless. Just <laughs> priceless.
0: Oh, my God. And uh, let's see. What else happened this week? Uh, you know, you got P.K. Subban being P.K. Subban with oh, the Devils. Being, being a DJ. Dude, can't stand it. Love it. it, it I, I love it. I love it. I don't. I. You know what? It's like he's just one of those guys that frustrates me for some reason. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, at the same time, like, he's a decent hockey player. So, like – he has fucking stone hands. You ever watch his stick handling videos? Oh my god. He looks like goddamn like uh how do I say the karate kid, like trying to chop shit through. Chop, chop 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 All you hear is fucking
1: chopping. But
0: he's good though, man. Yeah, I know, that's what kills me. He's good. That's he's,
1: what he... kills me. It's just like <laughs> he's, a, he's a real good hockey player. Uh uh-uh. I, I dude, I'd take him on Philly any day. Take him on Philly any day. I, I Who would you give up, though, for him? Justin Brown. No, 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 no. I wouldn't give – I'd give up forwards for a couple, a couple prospects, too. Uh, he,
0: I don't know, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could we have the AHL right now that we want to get rid of? Well, well I mean, did you see that? Farabee, Frost, and Trewinski still? They're still on the team. Yep. I'm telling you, man. I think uh, what you know, Jim
0: was saying yesterday. I think he might like Fairby or Fairby and Frost. They're gonna probably make the cut because of injuries.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you know, you got Chris Stewart. Chris Stewart's still there. But what what about Scott Lawton too? Like, think they, about it. Is he gonna get bumped up? Like, you know, they're to gonna move him. I think they're gonna move him to center. That's the last thing I read. they were moving him to center.
0: Ooh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. That is honestly going to be very interesting just because it's one of those things, like, wasn't he a
1: left wing for, I don't know, how long now? Probably, I. I, he was there for a couple. I mean, but you figure, like, Drew makes the the transition over, but I think he did. I think he played center and left wing in juniors.
0: I think he did, too.
1: And then he just started to hone down on winning draws. Mm -hmm. But at the same time,
0: like, G just has good hands, good vision. Like I would love to see Nolan Patrick get back and like be, you know, somewhat really good this year. He's so much size, man. But I feel like he doesn't really use it all that time.
1: Listen, it's like Jim said. You know, I mean, this this team has the goods. Oh my god, yeah, and we're young. They have the goods. Which think about? I'm it. kind of I'm I'm kind of excited. I, I...
0: like maybe Niskanen, Braun, mm-hmm. G Voracek. Yep. There are vets, basically. JVR. Yep. Like, they're our oldest guys, and they're, what, maybe in their 30s? That's I what I mean. So, yeah. That's what I mean, man. We're good. Like, it's not like we have Big Joe or, like, a Yarmir Yager that are, like, getting up there. We don't really have one guy that was, like, on a one-year deal, basically. Yeah. it's We basically have a team set in stone right now for the next at least two seasons. Like, and from what everyone's saying, too – I, like Carter is going to
1: be our future. Oh my god! It, and the way his psychology is is like he just—he this kid is set in stone for years. I just hope that he doesn't get the Philadelphia goalie curse. I mm, can't say that yet. That's the issue. Like you I just, just don't I, know. I hope he does Last goalie that we had that was supposed to be promising, Sergei Bobrovsky. What happened to him? Shit the bed. No, he went to another team, won a Vezina, Just t- He's one of the best goalies in the league right now. A.K. shit the bed because we did not have him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, man, and literally we had a Briz Golov, that fucking weirdo. Like, uh, that's the one thing I just didn't get. Like, who thought of that trade or just getting him in general would have been a great idea? Like, they were obviously on drugs when they were thinking about uh. that. I who brought him in was that? Oh, was it Holmgren? It wasn't Hextall. I'm gonna look it up right now. If it was Hexdal, I'm about to walk out of my house and to
1: say hepatitis C and never. <laughs> <sighs> I think I think it was Holmgren, man. Thank God. All right, good. I didn't feel like getting up,
0: but either way, I just feel like that was a really uh, not a good move. Like I think. Marty Barron <coughs> was a Marty- good goaltender for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Layton I thought was good. Tommy Soderstrom. <laughs> Tommy Soderstrom. Even though, you know, he got hit in the head a little bit and <laughs> actually took a slap shot and then was bleeding from his head. That's just insane. When he told us that story, I was still like dumbfounded. Like, you literally went back in net. <laughs> and after you just took a clap bomb right to your head. But I oh don't know, man. I give goalies credit. That's such a tough job, and I do not want it
1: at all. Yeah, they signed him in 2011, right? Yeah, Sign him. Riley, what's up, buddy?
3: Hey, how's it going,
1: Mike? This is Riley, he plays for the Philadelphia Junior Flyers right now. Nice,
0: man. Nice. What's going, Riles? Hey, how's it going? And in there, bud. How's your How- shoulder?
1: How's your shoulder?
3: Uh, I'm going to the doctor in about an hour. Uh, it's a separated shoulder. It just depends if it's a grade one, two, or three.
1: Fuck. Not good. Why what, not... what did you hurt at this morning in practice?
3: Yeah. And, uh, actually, uh, one of my teammates hurt, did the same exact thing two days ago during a game. So.
1: Jer- Jerry must be fucking flipping his lid, huh?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we got a showcase this weekend that he's trying to get us back for, and, uh, the... But there's only so much I can do. I mean, the injury happened about three hours ago,
1: mm-hmm.
3: so I got to give it a little time before I can start the rehab process.
1: How, how's this? How, how's your season going? I saw you guys were just out in Maryland, and it didn't fare well for you.
3: No, we had a we had a pretty good preseason. We played uh, five colleges, and mm-hmm. uh, they all went well. But uh, our first two games of the season didn't really go the way we planned. But uh, it's early in the season. It was just two games, and. You know, the EHL season's a long season. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, for We're
3: sure. We're not too worried about it right now, but there's definitely some things we got to fix and fine-tune.
0: That's good, though. I mean, how's the league looking for the EHL?
3: Uh, this is my second year in the EHL, and it surprises me, honestly, the level of talent and compete and just how every single dogfight. Like, there's not one game you're going to show up to and you know you're going to win. I mean, anything can really happen on any given day. And maybe that's why the beginning of our season didn't go so well is because last year we kind of – had Team Maryland's number a little, and we thought it would be a good easy game to start the season. And they came out to play, and we didn't. Uh, Riley,
0: let me just clarify: uh there was one team. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: That, <laughs> that you were going to show up and beat,
0: and it was the Lehigh Valley Junior Rebels. <laughs> you knew you could walk in there, play with the opposite hand stick, and still score a goal. So don't worry. And get a hundred. And, and get a.
3: Right. And get a
1: hundred shots against Chico. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah. If I recall correctly though, you guys were winning one nothing.
1: Uh, true.
3: <laughs> Very oh, true. Uh, <laughs> that's the... And that was the scariest I've ever seen Jerry Dome.
0: <laughs> oh man. I remember I, that game, yeah. I wish I would I wish I would have seen his face. He he oh. was probably ready to bag you guys right then and there. <laughs>
3: Oh, absolutely! I I said if somebody doesn't score in the next two minutes, this isn't going to be pretty. Yeah. Good.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, and then all of a sudden you guys start turning it off, and we're like, "Oh, well, that was nice while it lasted." A hundred
1: shots later. Yeah, well, that was nice <laughs> while
0: it lasted. Yeah, but uh,
3: but uh, even this year, it seems like the teams are even just that much closer together. Like Team Maryland's gotten better. There's a few new teams in the league that I'm sure are ready to compete right away. So. <laughs> Definitely have a tough, grueling schedule. We got uh showcase on Sunday and Monday in Rodman. And then we come home, and we've got five games in ten days after that.
1: Jesus Christ.
3: that's gonna... Definitely not the time to have a shoulder injury. <laughs> but we'll work through it. I definitely don't want to rush back because if it is, if I am lucky enough that it's only a grade one, I don't want to jump back in too early, and then you make it worse, and then you're out a month. Yeah. So, what's one weekend you miss if you're out a month? So Yeah,
0: true. So I mean, it's that's smart on your end not to over push yourself. So who do you who do you got in the showcase this weekend?
3: Uh, we got Boston Junior Rangers who they just played the New Hampshire Avalanche to a three two game. So That'll definitely be a, a tough test, but I think we'll really see what our team's made of once we really get to some very heavy competition. And then we got uh, let's double check who the other the other game is. But
1: uh, now they're, de- no. they're both
3: North teams, which is oh East Coast Wizards.
1: Oh, okay. The other one. Gotcha. Riley, how many how many returners you guys have from this year? I know I saw Billy Billy's
3: there, McDevitt's there again.
1: Who else is there? yeah. We
3: we got a three D returning. We got myself, Anton Martino, and then uh, Justin Brown, who was okay. on the eighteen U team last year, and he came yep. up about halfway through. Mm-hmm. And then we have about three or four, three or four forwards that are returning. With McDevitt, uh, McEwen, and uh, Shane Ward. Okay. And uh, I believe that's it. But. Now, how are these. Go ahead. Go ahead. Our our goaltending is definitely looking solid this year. I mean, they're definitely our our best part of our team. We actually have four goalies right now. Mm -hmm. So, them competing at practice is just elevating their game even more. Gotcha. Because that first game we lost to Maryland, we almost got outshot by double. And the only reason that was a a one goal game was because of our goaltending.
1: Gotcha. Now these new guys, how are
3: how are they adapting the Jerry
1: system and how how Jerry is? Because I myself, I worked with them, and I, I I love Jerry. You know what it means? So are they are they adapting yeah. well, or is it just is it confusing for them? Yeah, I
3: mean they kind of got a little bit of growing up to do. It. It's it's a lot different than playing youth hockey, where you know you just kind of show up at the rink, you just go out and play, mm-hmm. and then you go home after the game. Like you have to think the game while you're doing it. You got to think where you should be on the ice and what you're going to do with the puck before you get it because it's a lot faster. But it's also a lot more systematic, so it's just trying to get them to follow the system, understand it, and then execute it during a game. Gotcha. But you know his system a little. Yeah, it's very. It's. (laughs) I I like it. You know, I I, I learned a
1: lot from Jerry when I was there with him for a year, and it's just he's he's a he's a beauty. Mike,
0: Mike so actually,
1: Mike actually played for him. Yeah, that's the I know Jerry.
0: <laughs> that's why it, it's one of those things that I remember. If you like, we had a kid that said he had a job, and he, I remember Jerry looked at him because he was a couple minutes late, and we had to get on the line because this kid was fucking late. And he literally looked at him and he's like, "Sorry," he was like, "Sorry, Jerry." Like I'm, I, you know, I was late for work. And he's like, "You either pick your job or you pick the team," and he made him decide to either quit his job or play for us.
3: He quit his job. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely still the case. But that's what I, I know. know. Yeah, it's,
0: like he, it's how you make a good team out of it, though.
3: Absolutely. Exactly. You need the discipline, and you need everybody there. Like, our system only works if the whole team's bought into it. You can't just have one or two guys doing it. So you really need everybody there to understand the system. And it could be kind of hard to do that if you don't have everyone at practice. Oh, my God. So,
1: yeah. so so, for all the young kids listening right now they are playing like Bantams and Midgets right now, this is coming from a junior player. And he's saying the same exact thing that Mike and I preach all the time is buy into a fucking system. You have to. 100%. <laughs> you literally have to. That's how you make yourself
0: a good team. That's how you don't get caught running around looking like a jackass.
3: Yep. Uh, last yep. thing I, I
1: want- la- last thing I want to bring up to you, Riley, is your uh, <laughs> your rookie dinner last night. Your Snapchats were fucking <laughs> priceless.
3: <laughs> oh my god, what an event that was! I mean, it was definitely it was perfect timing because we were coming home from dropping two games to maryland so it's kind of a little thing to pick the morale up again but yeah oh my gosh some kids overdid it and i think enjoyed it a little too much
1: dude that kid that was wearing the kid that was wearing the green dress that dropped his fucking napkin i almost lost uh, my shit yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i almost lost my priceless shit. night that and the oh. hair the hair flip with the with the wig and stuff oh, oh. My god oh
3: yeah we had kids with fishnet leggings on, tights, and dresses. Oh, my gosh. It was... What restaurants did you guys go to? all the billet moms, though, that helped out with that. I, I, think, guys... I think they went to B-Dubs. Oh, did you guys go to B-Dubs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Monday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah. Monday, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> it was definitely the place to be. I mean, last year we went to Hooters
2: yep. at, like, 10
3: o'clock on a Tuesday, and some of the people that we saw there, I did not want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so... <laughs> This year we were like, you know what, we're going to enjoy it a little more, get some good food, so Monday Night Football at Buffalo Wild Wings was the destination.
0: I, nice. d- I just can't believe that. Oh my God. And don't, don't <laughs> we have to sing?
3: Oh yeah, I mean, we even did a, we did a shoe check, we did a fashion show, <laughs> uh, we did it all, so uh, we even, uh, we let the the waitresses pick who was the they thought the best dress and uh, that person actually had to give a lap dance to the waitress. No. <laughs> so, that's great. It was definitely. It was awesome. Uh, but, uh,
1: but Riley, thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate it. We're going to have you on in the near future here to get your uh, update on your shoulder and the, and the update on the season, how this team's going. Yeah, man. I feel better. Yep,
3: thanks for having me guys.
1: Thanks Riley. Appreciate it.
3: Yep. I'll see you.
1: Yep. Kid, kid's a beauty. He's a, he's a roller daddy, man. That's so sick, though, just because he's, it it's true, though. Like, he said himself, you have to just buy into a system.
0: Just trust your coaches. Even at a young age, you got to do it. Kid, Kid's awesome. He's
1: a good, real good kid, good hockey player, man. He's got a good head on his shoulders.
0: So, I mean, if you're playing the EHL Junior A, you're mm-hmm. doing well. You're, yep. you're doing well for yourself, especially if you're doing at a young age, 16, 17. That's awesome because the next step you want to try to get to, like an NCDC
1: team, or you know, you want to move up in the ranks instead of staying in one spot. I mean, like I said, this kid, this kid, you know, I'm not just tuning to him because I know him, but the kid, the kid has a lot of potential, man. He's he's a solid player, good head on his shoulders. He he sees he sees the the vision on the rink, man. His vision on the rink is just impeccable, like re- ridiculous,
0: and and that's awesome too, man. Because you know. You always, like we were talking about earlier, you want a kid that's coachable. Mm -hmm. And he seems like that's all he is. Like, you know, you got to mind the system. You know what it's like to – if you're late, there's consequences. If you're going to talk back, there's consequences. If you guys lose a game, you're supposed to win. There's going to be consequences. Like, he he
1: gets it. You know what I mean? He does. And and that's the thing. And that's where these kids have to realize, like – you gotta play the game the way it's supposed to be played. Like I get it, you know, you have skill for a reason, and you develop skill. But your coach wants you to play a system, and as you play a system, you put that skill into the system. You don't do it individually. Does that makes yep. That's what I mean, like, bro. Oh my god, it just
0: fucking pissed me off. What well,
1: and and this kid, like, he he's played, you know, he he's he's his. He did his time, man. Playing, you know, he played Philadelphia Revolution EHLP, then he played U18, U18, and then he jumped back up to EHL. You know what I mean? Like the kids put his time in, and he knows he knows the game. What?
0: Yes, I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude. <sighs> he might he might have played. I think he played the Revolution. when You were there. It was 2016, 2017. Is that is that about right? Yep. Yep.
0: So, I mean, man, like, it's sick, but, oh, man, sorry, I need to see what I have on the laptop, see what we can go off of, because it's, dude, it's one of those things, too, I, like, it's not like, you know, how do we say it, with the Ruzioni and everything like that, everyone thinks, Mm -hmm. like, um, because I was talking to a couple people last night, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, are you nervous?" At all? that's like, honestly, man, we've been doing it so much now. It's like you're just talking to another human being. They just get it. Oh, it,
1: yeah. It's like you know, I like I said last night. I I called him last night on the phone. You know, I I called him on his cell, and you know, he answers just like you know, he he's another person. You know, it. it hey, Mike. You know, we're just I'm just checking in. We're still good for tomorrow. Yeah, TJ, we're good. You know, just give me a call tomorrow at one thirty or one o'clock in the afternoon. We'll go over. It. It's just, it's like that, Mike, you know, it's, you talk to these people like they're, you almost want it like, you know, my, my wife says it the best. You know what I mean? Talk to them like they're your friend.
0: Yep. No. Don't,
1: don't talk. Don't be one of those fanboys. You know what I mean? Like talk to them like they're your friend, you know, like to the audience doesn't know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Mike and I work together on this thing, time in and time out. We were constantly working on this. We want, we want to make this, you know, something big. You know what I mean? So it's like I tell Mike, like, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna get these people. I'm gonna get this person, this person, this person. I'm gonna try to get this person, this person, this person. And it's it's a together thing. You know what I mean? So like when we get these people, it's like, oh man, it's awesome. We got this person. And then when you talk to them, it's like, hey man, what's up? You want to be on the podcast? Yeah, sure, awesome. Yep. So, and it's funny too because some people don't even know what a
0: podcast is, and like, yeah, I'll be on that. Like, what is it? And we're just like, oh okay. Like we'll explain everything, man.
1: But yeah, like like Jim Jackson, like yesterday, his first podcast was us. How how awesome is that?
0: That's just crazy. I think I didn't yeah. know that. That's just really yep. fun. Yep. But That's it. you know, real quick, I mean, let's touch on some of our sponsors too, because without our sponsors, we wouldn't be where we're at. Absolutely. And then you know, like the season is obviously on us now. So for people that you know want to start growing their beards out, or you know have beards that are already grown out, unlike me, go figure. I'll say that. Not, say that's the day that I, I come in. I look like Patches of hand when I'm trying to grow my beard. Right?
1: You got that sick mustache. So I'll oh, tell you that. Oh man, when
0: you grow the out. 70s style, or as my fucking chef said, you look like a 70s porn star. And I was like, absolutely. What's wrong
1: with that? Just Ugly- don't
0: have the 70s. Just don't have the 70s bush. Ooh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> but hey, listen. If no matter what, if I do grow the sash out, I gotta go check out bare beards too, because you know. If you guys go to Etsy.com, they have all the essentials for your beard to keep it healthy, um, to actually keep it looking just really good. And if you guys go to Etsy.com, type in Bear Beards. They have uh, beard balm, beard oil, chapsticks, combs. They have some merchandise, um, but they also do have a Facebook page if you guys want to let them know what you think of their products or if you want to talk to someone, you know, one-on-one. So go to Bear uh, uh, Bear Beards on Facebook, excuse me, and if you guys want to purchase anything, go to Etsy.com. So let let them know you guys listen to us. They'll give you a 10% off uh, promo code. And, yeah, go to Etsy. Yeah,
1: guys. And also, if you guys need a, a, a sick hockey stick, go check out AT8Hockey. On Facebook and Instagram, put in AT8Hockey. They got all your needs for sticks. You know, they got the mid-kick, the low-kick, hats, gloves, shirts, whatever you need. Go give them a follow. Tell them we sent you at uh, eighty eight hockey on Instagram and Facebook. Oh yeah,
0: little eighty eight.
1: Yeah. also one. Uh, sorry, sorry. Let me get mine out of the way, Mike. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I'm on roll here. Go give a uh, a follow to Dangle Productions for your jersey. You guys need jerseys for men's league. You know, kids travel team, whatever you need. Go check them out at Dangle Productions on uh, Instagram. That's Dangle Productions. Oh,
0: is it my turn now?
1: Your your turn, Mike. Oh, my bad. Okay, <laughs>
0: just just had to, just had to clarify. And Mike is up now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys <laughs> and girls, your host. Anyway, <laughs> listen. When it comes to any of your hockey merchandise, you guys should obviously go check out GoodwoodHockey dot com. Um, our friend Kelly has spon- or has partnered up with Team USA gold medal winner John Um uh, He is also SPHL champion as well this past season. So. You know, you can't forget about that. Uh, But the nice part about, you know, Kelly and John, they create a brand that will give back. And us at Dusty Dimes we love to, you know, give back and hear about positivity. You know, that gets spread throughout the hockey community. So if you guys want to help out, um, try to give back a little bit. Go to GoodwoodHockey.com and purchase yourself a Score Nebula t-shirt. You guys can order it in either adult or youth. But the nice part is a portion of the proceeds will go directly to those in need of clean water. So, again, go to goodwoodhockey.com. Let us know what you guys think about that as well. Um, They have an awesome site. They also have another Tire for John's page. So, if you guys want, you know, to talk to John or not necessarily talk to him but learn about him, go check it out. But
1: other than that, I I actually got two more things, Mike. Oh, (laughs) One Sorry. one 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 being that you realize that we've had two USA hockey gold medals on this yes. podcast? I just
3: realized. Uh yeah, John okay.
1: and Mike and, and uh also to people that are asking, uh our shirts are actually getting mocked up right now. Mike has seen the mock ups and they, they look pretty sick. Yeah, you so got, you guys should be happy with them. Yep. Stay tuned. They're they're you know real good quality dry fit they're making a dry fit one and uh i believe a regular t-shirt for us as well so the two two t-shirts are coming out they're doing designs mike and i got to put the final touches on them with gotta hockey so yeah go check out gotta hockey as well man
0: yeah gotta hockey is you know they they've been just popping off a lot lately too it's not only just for uh men's league they also do showcases for junior teams and they also play like their men's league is a bunch of college kids that are either done playing like d2 d1 and they're home for the summer and they're you know
1: competing up in montreal and stuff like that so yeah um and, and i think i think they're doing the agent thing too man like yep. play some players you yep. because i was talking to dom today and he's they're trying to get guys over from europe for the sp
0: that's what i mean man
1: they're doing everything the right way so if you
0: guys want to follow every step of the way um, go to God of Hockey uh, Facebook, and they basically post. And they also have an Instagram as well, got of Hockey. So um, if you guys want to follow along, go on Instagram or Facebook. Let us know what you guys think once again. But other than that, hope everyone stays dusty.
1: Stay dusty.